I'm Megan. And this is Classically Awful. Like Seven Podcast. Um, we've just finished watching The Web. Oh god, it's we, like an hour of our lives we're not getting back. And, and it's more than one hour of our lives we're not getting back because yes, we've watched it now more than once. And, and now we're podcasting about it yeah. as well. So, yes, and you're going to have even less of your life, even more of your life. Because I'm going to be to go back and listen to us watching it again. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a truly dreadful episode. It's interesting. Yes. Okay. We, I suppose we did semi-agree that overall it's dreadful, but it has some redeeming bits at the start. It's also interesting because I, I honestly remembered it being much, much worse, um, as you may have guessed from my last Yes, from the last episode we were like, oh god, it's dreadful. But I had watched it more recently and I genuinely still think it's it's dreadful. Maybe maybe the two beers we had before I watched it helped. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and the cheese stomach. and pate. Yeah, yeah. And we had to accompany it with some food to make the time pass. Yeah, it was... Um, so where does it, all, where does it all start? Well, we start off with um, stuff going wrong on the Liberator. Yes, that's right. Jenna wakes Blake up and says, Blake... Yeah, Blake's snapping. As, as, as yeah. we, we sort of discussed this while we were watching it. We watched it together, actually. Yeah. I, I, should, I should clarify this. Because um, I was regret, I was dreading watching it so much, I kind of said to my sister, how about you come to my place and I give you cheese and biscuits and wine yeah. and we watch it together and we don't have to worry about you know, having to sit through it. Although Megan had already watched it once. I sort of had it on in the background before, like at home, and I had half watched it, um, so I did need to do a proper watching of it. Yes. Um, I always have a naughty puppy here. He's refusing to settle down. Uh, I'm jealous because the other puppy's sitting with his actual mother. It's okay. You can stay with me, Cosmo. I'm I'm, I'm just as good as your other mother. Swapping. Um, Yeah, so it's... But it's not... Well, the first half of it's not that bad. I was surprised at how good the first half of it was, actually. There was was some nice stuff. But we start off with uh, things going wrong on the Liberator, as I said. And Mm. uh, Jenna's waking up Blake from one of his 9,000 naps. Yeah, he he sleeps all the time. Sleeps all the time. It's Yeah, he's one of his... Everybody's good at something, I suppose. Blake seems to be quite good at dozing off at the couch... Dozing off in, they don't sleep in beds either. They seem to just sleep in sort of lounge chairs. Yeah, they're like recliners. leather recliner yes. things with metal. Like the, the sort of thing you find in the waiting room of a, a psychiatrist or something, or yeah. the actual couch that you'd lie on. Yeah. Not, not, not a Chesterfield or anything like that. No, but brown green metal and couch. 90s, thing. yeah. Yeah. So, but, and also he has his shirt. You know, the reason you know he's just been asleep is that his shirt open to the waist. Yes, we can see his chest there's no hair yeah i know which is i don't know i wasn't expecting that i, I was think that i would that have might thought he'd be a hairy dude natural i think that, that he might have had he might have shaved. some depilation depilation done <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's a very deep v that it, he's got which goes all the way down to his tummy doesn't it yes. and there's yeah there's no hair and at it's all. got a little medallion going on as well so he does look he looks rather raunchy you think yeah in I'm a 70s I'm, way i'm coming around to blake I'm in a 70s say. way um, anyway, he sort of gets up and he sort of staggers to the bridge with his, um... With his shirt still undone. Doing up his shirt as he goes. And, yeah, you know, their speed's increasing, so Blake better get down there for some reason. And, he's like, and he said, oh, well, can't you compensate? And he's grumpy. He just got the booze. Well, can't you compensate? For being mm. woken up, so... Well, Jenna's trying to fix it. But Jenna's looking great, by the way. Just yeah, she's got a great outfit. She's, she's got wearing a, a beautiful of... Stevie Nicks number. Um, yes. 
sort of, sort of maroon yeah calf length belt in at the waist with you know some shoulder paddy details but very very late 70s really cool stuff with boots it's cool yeah i'd wear i'd wear it's it. a good outfit i'd definitely wear it um and, yeah and in the meantime you've got callie wandering around the ship in a sort of green velour belted in onesie <laughs> she, she looks and, a bit um, I, I don't know i'm not sure about the the, the fashion choices they make for callie and yeah. this season. I quite like I quite like this one. I never did like her clothes, but I quite like this green velour. It, it looks like something you get like in the Target pajama section though. It, it it's loose and Yeah, it's yeah. loose on her. Yeah, she's so skinny. She's really though. skinny. But um yeah, so she's wandering around the ship and then Villa, it must be just best for the day for new outfits, because Villa comes out, pops out from nowhere and says, Callie Callie, what do you think of the outfit? What do you think of the new outfit? And he's sort of dressed as a mo- moccasin of some description. <laughs> he looks like he's, he's from some Native American tribe. He's got lots of stitching detail and As I, yeah. I said to you while we're watching that he looks a bit like it looks a bit like what he what the guys the frozen dudes from last episode yeah. were wearing. It looks yeah. very primitive. Well, yeah, yeah, they've sort of um taken frozen dudes um clothes. clothes Which considering there's a whole them into a new outfit. Room Rilla. full of clothes. That seems a bit much. Yeah. Let's just strip the clothes off the last clip. I know. That's a bit creepy, isn't it? Something you'd do in Skyrim, but not something yeah. you'd do. No. So, um, Bella says, Kelly, what do you think of the outfit? And she walks towards him with a sort of creepy smile on her face and then belts him over the head. Yeah. <laughs> she's walking around. Actually, before that, she oh, puts yeah, a bomb yeah. somewhere, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, you see her plant a little black box on. So, she's on basically being a suspicious newcomer. Yeah, that's right. And suspicious female, let's be frank, you know. Mm. Oh, dog it, stop and it. so, um, what else happens? Uh, then she goes... She to, goes to see Avon in the transporter room. And she asks him what he's doing, and he says, a little private research, and whatever that means. He's also in a new outfit. Um, and he's, yeah, it's one of our favourites with sort of buttons on it. And sort of <laughs> stuff what the buttons are for. No, not for like the press this for grumpy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> press this for snarky. Press this, press this for being a zen racist. <laughs> <laughs> press this for having wonky hair. Yeah, yeah. He does have wonky hair in this he episode. He has got wonky hair in this episode. But um, overall, still a good outfit there too. Yeah. And so everybody's sort of wearing new stuff. Um, and yeah, she wants to know. She's obviously something's going on with Kelly. I think mm. we've got to the point here that we know that something's going on. Even though she did just wallop Villa, in this section, Avon sort of gives her the eye and says, "What do you want?" And she wants to know about the four detective leaks. Why do you want to know that? I'm interested in your work. Yes. Well, I suppose I better go and see what it is that Blake wants. And she kind of does it almost flirt with him. It's not really a flirt, but... No, but... and he's like, why do you want to know that? And she's like, oh, I'm interested in your work. Yeah. So it is a bit of a whole, yeah, this sort of thing. And like Avon... Flattering him to distract him from... And and he he buys it. Which which is very unlike Avon to do. He's sort of thought it was a weak part of the plot, actually. But it was, it's just quite, quite hilarious. He, just, he looks at her at first like, what? are you flirting? What's going on? I... Do not, and then he then he kind of gets into it. He's like, mm, well, mm, all right, here you go. And then here they are. They're over here. Would you like? And then he sort of moves a bit closer to her and says, "I should go and see what Blake wants." But what he really wants to know is what she wants. And you reckon? Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, he's into it. Yeah, we yeah we so we sort of well spoiler alert down the track. It seems that they do get closer as the 
the show goes on, but um, nothing's it's ever. never fully developed, no. I don't think. Anyway, it's not that type of show. No. People don't have romantic entanglements. It's a bit like Star Trek in that regard. No. Um, and, but, well, spoiler alert, some Star Trek there are some. But anyway, um, yeah, so she takes off to do whatever she does. Avery takes off to do whatever he does. and He goes back to the bridge and she stays in and basically... She looks. She has this. There's a thing she's belted villa with, which is like a silver tea towel yeah, under her arm. It's actually full of tools. And she opens it up as soon as Avon tells her where the four detected links are, and it's pretty obvious she's going to sabotage yeah, the four detected right. links. Um, and Avon moseys on back to the bridge, and there's still crap. I can't even remember what happens. Yeah, well, there's Zen still crap going on with Zen things. There's been a malfunction on the four detector links, I think. No, no, not until she's done it. She does it first. Yeah, yeah. And she burns and, her hand quite badly doing it. Yeah, and then um, who would have done such a thing? Blah, blah, blah. And Avon goes, oh, that's oh, right. Tally, there was this chick yeah. flirting with me. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's all that wrong. That was what's happening. <laughs> and then Zen works out that there's been some other... Zen spots the bomb that she's mm. been put, put on the thing. And it's like, you know, there's a bomb, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, can you deactivate it? Like, no, we can't. I can't use your auto repair systems until something's actually broken. <laughs> and Avon's like, oh, well, you'll clean up after us, but you won't stop us making the mess and gets all Zen racist on his ass again. And that's like, everyone, to... everyone sort of shouts at each other as they yeah, run. They have a fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's Blake's having a fight. It's like, what's well, not my fault? What's your fault? It's your fault. They're all in it together. Oh, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> like, there's a bomb, dudes. There's a bomb. <laughs> and Go and fix the bomb. This... Oh, he'll clear up after us, but he won't stop us making a mess. You made this mess. We're all in it, Avon. Yes, aren't we? Little bitch fight. While they're running along the oh, it's, quite, it's actually a really it's sweet little bit. It was like, yeah. rah, rah, rah. we're all in it. Yeah, you fucking sort this one out. There <laughs> we all. Scrap fight on the Liberator. <laughs> they run towards. They run down to the cargo bay, which is the same cargo bay where Jenna got attacked by the frozen frozen dudes last time. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's a great little bit where Avon Blake's looking at the bomb, and Avon says, "You better be careful of that." Be careful of that thing. If the light goes out, you've got about three seconds. And as he finishes the sentence, the light goes out. Yeah, it's quite a good piece of uh, timing, actually. It's really cute. And then, uh, of course, they both jump to the side to get away from the explosion. Um, Avon actually is the one who pushes Blake Avon away. Avon launches himself at Blake and um, yeah, and, and gets them all out of the way of the explosion. And Blake says, oh, thank you. And... And they, they land it. while they, and they, and they say land, they're holding hands. Yes, and like know. when you look up, well, I don't know if they're holding hands. They're definitely touching hands. Okay. And um, yeah, Avon says, "I'm as I'm as surprised as you are that I saved you," kind of thing. Thank you. Why? Automatic reaction. I'm as surprised as you are. I'm not surprised. And so by this stage, they've worked out that it's Kelly, and um, what if she turns up? And they, they go down to find her, and they find her, and she turns up, and then pulls Jenna, a gun on him. Jenna and Jenna says, I, "I don't want to have to kill you. We're doing this my way, or whatever." And Jenna says, "You're not Callie, are you?" And um, they have a bit of a scuffle, and Jenna smacks her in the face and snaps her grabs, out of it. She grabs her by the face and looks in her eyes. Whoever you are, it's over. Yeah, she says. and yeah. and Callie does a little bit of telepathy for Jenna. I mean, it's a nice little moment between yeah. them. She says, "Thank you, Jenna, by with her mind beams." Mind her magic, mind, her magic beams. mind beams. She says, thank you, Jenna. And, um, but then Jenna's not really buying it. She's like, oh, we should never have brought her on board. She's such a pain in the ass. All this being having a mind control taken over, blah, blah, Which and, is kind of funny because then they get taken, then she gets taken yeah, over. Yeah, and so well, 
That's right, they have to find the web first. Don't they? They're flying into this web stuff, which is pulling, gravitational forces are increasing, and because there's damage on the forward detect- detector links and some PNR relays. Peon. 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 I think it's Peon relays. Yeah, I kept on saying. They kept on thinking Peon, and, and it's yeah. the way. Um, yeah, necessitated a trip to the toilet. And, um, <laughs> Peon. Yes. Oh, so, and I don't even know what they are. No, we don't know what they are. No idea. No but they can't see. Finding out what it boils down to is there's this big obstruction in front of them and they can't see it because they have no... Four detectors. Four detectors. Because Kelly's Kelly. destroyed the four detector links. Um, and they basically <laughs> fly into a big cloud of cotton wool. Yeah. It's planet cotton wool. Or planet fairy floss. <laughs> it does and look like... It just big. looks like they've draped like cotton wool across the front of the camera. That's what we do get. Uh, um, we missed this because we forgot about it, but that, at the very beginning of the episode, we see a, a shot of the planet they eventually go down onto. Oh, yeah. And, right. I mean, this is the indication that it's going to be a, a shitty, shitty episode, episode yeah. because you get this first shot. Planet floss of, like, a whole bunch of balls, inflated balls floating around and lots of They've just $2 put, store. Ho- I'm just thinking. It was Halloween like, It's like a British forest somewhere. Yeah. And they haven't destroyed it. They have draped so much of this shit everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, it's it's like it took. I would have to buy like three packets to cover out. Like this, it, it's a Halloween decoration, basically. It's that, yeah, that fairy floss type. Um, pretend spiders web stuff. And I'd buy like four packets to, to put on the, front, on the of front of my house, and it takes that much to cover the yeah, front gate. Yeah, so yeah. they must have so put some stuff. Halloween or had something else happening. Thing they must have yeah. made a shot last. My God, there was anyway, so much of it. Anyway, a huge mess. And, and on and, the planet, and, there's a like a blow up sort of. Uh, they use the same thing in um the way back or whichever one uh where they did the transfer tube between the two ships. It's like a blow up inflatable. It's like a caterpillar. Sport, yeah, caterpillar thing. And this is sort of on a circle. Anyway, it's a blow up building basically. It's a blow yeah, up building. It's a blow up building. You have one of those big generators like you have when you yeah, have kids yeah. at Bouncy Castle. Yeah, like a Bouncy Castle. So yeah, there's some people living on the inside of a Bouncy Castle chanting, they must come. They must come to us. <laughs> and there's two silver people who are lying on a couple of couches. We don't see the baby dude yet, do we? Or we do. I think we do. And then there's a baby in, a, in an aquarium. An aquarium baby. Well, <clears throat> and there's sort of like sort of spinny little legs and an umbilical cord and a, and a, and a grown man's head. It's so and that's meant to be weird. The, the alien going bang Just like, us. okay, when we get to the point where we discuss who this alien dude is, I need to have a long discussion about why. Yeah. <laughs> why on earth I would go that, down that path? And what? Like, <laughs> anyway, yes, that's what we'll, So, we'll yeah, I was just saying that the, the, the reason why this is relevant is because they're flying into the space version of this web stuff and yeah. it's slowing the ship down and they eventually get and they're caught, in caught in it. And then Jenna um, gets possessed. So then Jenna gets possessed because they're trying to get out of the web. They started calling it the web by this point, I think. She gets possessed by the same people who possessed Callie, basically, and she's, she delivers plot, 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 plot. Um, it's we fairly are, extensive. We yeah. need, you know, you, we, you can't outrun us, you're stuck in the web, we need your help, blah, blah, blah. Your ship is trapped. You cannot free yourselves. Um, they try and outrun it, they try and blast their way through, but their power cells are draining too quickly. Yeah. And then, well, no, actually, Jenna wakes up after that and she doesn't remember a single thing about it. She can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember! Can't remember! <laughs> and neither can Callie remember how what she was doing either. 
And then once Callie gives us a little bit of plot here too, she says yeah. that that um, these these people could be one of the lost. And Blake's like, and, and I've got a lot of sympathy with Blake on this one. Blake goes, I don't be on mystical Callie. And what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> the actual fuck. You know, tell us what's going on. That could be one of the lost. Who are the fucking lost? lost? Just tell us. I don't care anymore. At this point, it's like, yeah, it's like we're getting... trapped in a giant fairy floss. I'm still grumpy because somebody woke me up early. Yes. And um, so yeah, so apparently there's and, a, and, so I, and my, my boyfriend was holding my hand before and yeah. you interrupted me. He's very confused at the moment. <laughs> it's just like, um, no. <laughs> and uh, Callie basically says, Yeah, well, these people were my people, and then we chucked them out of our own because they were a bit dodgy. Um, and extremely dodgy, very dodgy, yes, yeah. And uh, so that's how it turned out how they were controlling Callie. Callie's mind, but doesn't explain how they possessed Jenna, but anyway. Whatever. You Who know, cares? Deets. Who cares about the deets? Oh, that's right. And oh, while while before they get trapped in there, you get another shot down the planet of these little people. Oh, God. This is where oh, it gets no, terrible. Oh, it's bad, isn't it? Yes. Um, they look like... We were discussing this as we watched it. They look like... I, I'm sure that there is some crossover here in fandom of people who have watched Doctor Who and people who have watched Blake 7 because, you know, if there isn't... Then you've got then a, got a just lot of catching go, up to do. You've got a lot of catching go up watch, to do. Go watch 40 years of television. Well, no. Just go and watch the one episode about the Zygons. I don't the know. Zygons are a good episode, too. It's a really good episode. Yeah. Anyway, these kids, these kids, they look like mini Zygons badly constructed. Yeah, mini Zygons, but with flaky, rubbery sort of skin. Yeah. And um, they're grey rather than brown. But, yeah, they're pretty similar to the... They haven't got as many suckers on them as the Zygons, but the idea the domey hair... You remember that bit in there with that, like, manipulating his controls? Yeah, that was cool. We should watch that episode. We should have a look. Maybe we could do a bonus episode where we watch the Zygons episode. That sounds like a fantastic idea. some of our Patreon patrons. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Doctor Who episode should probably come up, I think, in the context of Well, definitely, because there's a lot of crossover in actors as well. Actors and concepts and all that sort of stuff. I often thought it would be nice... I mean, I, I, it, it's not in the age of crossovers or stuff like that, but it would have been really cool if the, the TARDIS had shown up in a Blake 7 episode at some point. Because, yeah. I mean, there's so many swathes of human history that you don't know about from Doctor Who. There's got to be a Federation stage. <laughs> there has to be down the track. Yeah. But, um, so, yes, what else happens then? What's, what's next? Oh, yeah, oh, so yeah. all these little... These um, little people are people. attacking the, 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 the blow-up caterpillar. And I think one of them... Gets killed. No, no, that's no, later. Later, but you see them, and they're going. Mee, 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 mee. Oh, you'll hear. You'll hear what they yeah, sound it, like. It's the most annoying noise in the world. Is... And believe me, I've heard some annoying noises. I'm mother of two children, very capable of annoying whinge. Oh man. But... <laughs> Oh man, the most annoying noise in the world. If you didn't already you know, lack sympathy for their flaky, weird skin and zygony heads, then anyway, very hard. Not appealing creatures. Not appealing. Not meant to be appealing, but anyway, they're meant so to show. Can... They're meant to be a plot device to show that Blake is a good person. Basically. Yes, and that you know, uh, like, yeah. like we didn't already know. I yeah, don't know. That's right. A bit yeah. of a crusader, wearing green for Robin Hood and all that sort of stuff. Like it's all. It's yeah. all very. Well, it's, I would say it's contrived. It's quite well put together, all that supporting material, but then it becomes a bit, you know, let's just ram this down your throat. Mm-hmm. You know, Open your eyes. That's right. So then what happens? We head back up to the ship. Blake go, Oh, Blake decides to teleport because they can't outrun this web. Yeah, so and Callie wants to down. go with him, but he says no because he, he has to let her go. Because sensible decision there, I think. Yeah, I know, it's fine. 
So he bends down and he gets stalked by these Zygon, mini Zygons, and uh, gets cut on the hand by a spear mm. and um, finds the bouncy castle mm. and gets led into the bouncy castle by... And that's when the little kid gets killed. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Because as, as he's coming in, one of the creepy dudes... Did we mention the creepy dudes? I don't think we did. Creepy, yeah. Creepy bubble-wrapped bubble bubble dudes, dudes and dudes. silver. There's, yeah. there's two... There's a woman and a man who are creepy bubble-wrapped um, grey with sort of people. white makeup and grey hair. hair, and um, and one of them as as Blake's standing at the door to the to the caterpillar house, uh, you know the door opens and the dude electroshocks the mini Zygon who is mm-hmm. asking Blake to oh, please help that's us. Right. We have oh, to do a drop of this. Help us! Help us! Help us! It's please. so bad. It is so bad. Um, <laughs> and Blake's, you know, tugs at Blake's heartstrings. It does. It's terrible. Uh, anyway, yeah. so Blake gets pulled into this, what looks like a lab, basically. And, and yeah, and I think one of the silver the silver dudes says, oh, you know, he, he, but I keep pretty much worse. He's like, he was asking for help. It's like, well, one of them tried to kill you and you've got this hand thing. Um, and Blake's got an injured hand and so she has a look at it. It's, it looks really sore. It does look, it's a really good makeup job on his hand. a makeup job. I think you do. If you actually zoomed in on it, it wouldn't look as good. But yeah, done well, I thought. It looks, looks really angry. freaking painful. Yeah. It and looks like the sort of thing that would take a long time to heal anyway. Yeah, in real life. On the back of the hand too. Yeah, like and she feel. said that she says that the tendons aren't cut. Which, and I mean, looking at my hand now, it can't, be very, it can't be very deep. Yeah, it oh, can't be no, nearly as deep. Bones, so bones, though. But aren't your tendons just underneath the bones? It looks, yeah, it looks deeper bones. than that. So you have to go through the bones to get to the tendons. I mean, of course, I know so much about anatomy. And she pulls out this thing that looks like a big chicken liver. It does. A big calf's liver. Off, an off chicken yeah, liver. Yeah, so it's, it's rotty. been left out for a bit. And she sticks it on the back of Blake's hand. And he does this little sucky thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just and he's like, what's that? And she says, don't worry, it's a simple enzyme culture. Um, and my sister had to Google what an enzyme was. I had to was. work out what an enzyme was. Mind you, you know, I've I probably would have had to. We're not good. I've instantly forgotten. It's uh, something, something that does a catalyst for a biochemical reaction. So that makes sense. That's sort of a bit science. Yeah, I reckon that's okay. Yeah, it so did, we, we thought it would not make as much sense as it did, as it yeah. did when you Googled it. Yeah. So this biochemical reaction is obviously a regenerative one on Blake's hand. So I'm... Take that medical profession and medical researchers. See if you can sort one of those out. Get me, get me a chicken. Get me a cow's liver. Get stick cow's it on liver. my wounds. Yeah, that's right. And make sure it eats away the bad and puts in some good. So anyway, then he she brushes it away and, and his yeah. hands all fixed. It's beautiful. He's like, oh, that's amazing. Fabulous. This is the anyway, whatever. Yeah. They discuss a lot. They discuss a fair bit. They go blah 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 about pop, the, pop, pop, about pop. about the um. About the little zygons, they're called decimers. Decimers, that's right. Uh, and they're all like, ah, oh, you know, they're just they're just they're stupid, primitive, stupid. We don't care about killing them. I don't know if that comes out yet, but they're like, we made them. You know, they that doesn't that does come out. out but... They've gotten out of hand. Like you know, they've tried to break into the compound a few times. They basically tried to breed a slavery. So it comes up later on. Yeah. That they, 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 they genetically engineered these guys to be servants. Yeah. To and, do manual tasks and look after themselves, basically, and and, and not get in our way. And unfortunately, and... as this sort of thing happens, they kind of evolve into don't play god it doesn't work <laughs> not that i believe in god but you shouldn't do it naughty 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 <laughs> it's a bit like that so yeah. genetically and the yeah. way they say we're genetic, genetic engineering bad which is kind of <laughs> it's funny because i think back in the 70s it was considered bad, bad. yeah this is pre-dolly it's pre you yeah know, putting ears on the back of mice it's pre all of that stuff 
Yes. And I think that it was sort of a lot. I mean, it's I'm, interesting. It's that. still ethically a, you know, well, it's a minefield area, but. It's, but then again, it's also, I mean, we could do a whole medical history podcast, except I think someone it's else been does. Being that. Done, darling. Um, done very well by others. Yeah, too well. Um, uh, but the genetic engineering does not mean what people think it means. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not breeding humans to. So we're not breeding a whole race of people, a whole no. race of slaves. Anyway. Which, I mean, and that, to be fair, that is bad. Yeah, that is bad. <laughs> you know, you, you don't. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're doing it in your backyard now. Yeah, yeah, stop. Stop. Quit it. <laughs> Shut the shed. Quit burn it. Burn it. Yeah, burn it down. <laughs> Unless there are decimals in it. Yeah, don't. You don't. Kill any of the ones you've already made. <laughs> the noise they will make. My God. Oh, God, yeah. You probably want to burn it down, won't you? Um, <sighs> yeah, so anyway, what happens? Oh, okay. Then it transpires that the reason they've um, hijacked the Liberator and Kelly and all the rest of it is because they need their power cells recharged or new power cells because they're running out of power. And if they don't have any power, they're all going to die. Um, yeah. And so Blake's like, right, okay, well. Um, we can give you some of that. I'll give you some power cells. We have some and, compatible ones. Yeah, and you're going to have to give us the power cells anyway because otherwise we can't free you from the web. because right, it's the a, web that's caught the thing in. It's a fungus that we've bred that's also gotten out of hand. And it's, it's just a, hmm. a somehow like escaped the atmosphere and gone into space as well. And a space fungus. Space fungus. So it can survive without any oxygen or any. I suppose it's light. But anyway, it's space fungus is what it is, really. And um, Space cotton candy. Yeah, space cotton wool. And they need the power cells to generate a fungicide that will clear a path for the liberator to escape the web, hmm. as well as to survive. So it's sort of like your classic, it's a win-win, and if you don't help us, it's a lose-lose. So Yeah, and Blake's kind of okay with it. He radios up and says, do this shit. Get the power cells ready for us and plot, plot, plot. Stuff happens. There's a bit of, you know, argy bargy about getting the power cells ready. Ultimately gets them ready. Pursuit chips turn up. Ah, uh, yes. Because that's, that's the... Uh, we were talking about this last episode. How yeah. There always has to be a reason why they can't just stick around or they yeah. can't just teleport people up or they yeah. can't just... Or they have and to in go this off case, base. Yeah. Or, yeah. In yeah. this case, they're like, we've got this many minutes until the pursuit, pursuit chip, chip turns up. up. So whatever you're going to do, do it fast. Yes, so Avon ultimately transports down with the power cells mm-hmm. and Blake's like, no, 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 we need to hide them in the bushes because they're going to use these power cells to wipe out a whole race of people. And um, so they just... Oh, that's why we forgot to mention that the, the, the first thing that they, they're going to do once they get the power cells yeah. is irradiate the entire planet. Yeah, that's right. And kill all the decimals. Kill everything. Because, you know... Yeah. Why not? <laughs> as well. So Blake's like, no, no, we can't give them the power cells. Just said they're going to irradiate a whole bunch of people. And um, yeah, because Avon teleports down with the power cells. Yeah, and then so we have to hide them. And they hide them just under a bit bush in a bush, under, um, like right literally at their, feet. at their feet. They yeah. just go, oh, I'll just move a bit of this bush and, and put some them under bracken or whatever it is or heather. And Navara and Gila turn up. You remember their names? I do. Well done. Um, and they're like, where are the power cells? Where are the power cells? And Avon's like, I didn't bring them. And Jill's like, you're lying. And um, She shocks him. She gives him a little decimal shock on his hand. <clears throat> and it hurts. Ouch. Ouchies. And so <laughs> they then pick up the power cells from right under their own feet. Like, all just, oh, God. George would have had to say, so there they are. <laughs> um, and they don't have tricorders because they would have been able to have them in there. Yeah. They would have been able to sense the power, surely. Yes, that's right. So they they hightail it back to the bouncy castle. And, um, oh, they've left it, and they leave the door open. No, they leave the door open at that point, 
but you can see that the decimers are you know, sneaking around and stalking them and trying to find a way in and all the rest of it. But when they walk back in with the power cells, the decimers follow them in and they just sneak. It's very, so very bad. expert sneaking. It's in full on them. just. I mean, it's so bad. Yeah, and they get <laughs> like, the power cells in and they're like, okay, let's get prepared to irradiate. Oh, and then the decimers attack. Attack. Attack of the little angry people and the noise is dreadful. Oh, so we missed the whole thing. We Which missed bit? the whole plot point of what. Of who oh, you forgot about the people. We forgot about the little guy in the jar. Which was the eminently forgettable, but still. Yeah, so the little guy in the aquarium. The, the upshot, yeah, the upshot of it is that the little guy in the aquarium is controlling the two creepy dudes. And um, he's a corporate entity, and basically. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's six consistent. of them. Six of them arrived there and started working on genetic engineering and tried to cure death and create immortality, and now they've managed that. But he's the only one of the six left, and he's got all of their. They're all in. They're all, they're all, they're all in there. Brain. They're all in there swimming they're around all, in the aquarium. In the in the baby tank. In the baby tank. <laughs> it's so gross. And so he explained that that's what they do, and they did genetic engineering and blah, 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 and you know, they wanted to breed a race of people. And I'd like, it's like, oh, experiments like that have been banned for centuries. It's like, yeah, dude, that's why we left. You know, that's why we came to a planet and worked here and nobody would be bothered with us. So... And I was mentioning to Megan that it's a bit weird that the Federation is against it. Yeah, because they, 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 they don't give a shit about anything. Yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, no, more ways right. to exploit you. That's awesome. Right. So but apparently, um, no, but they were from our one as well. I know. Yeah, they're nicer people. They're nicer people. Yeah, they're nicer. Although every single little bit of law about Aaron is completely negated by the one, the the the, the one total, only one Aaron episode in the entire four seasons of Blake Seven. Yeah, we'll get to that, won't we? We will. It's a good episode. But it's just like, well, there's some so fun no, bits. There's some fun bits. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Blake's not at all impressed with any of this. But anyway, the decimals break in in the end and they... They stomp the creepy dudes to death. And the creepy dudes just sort of melt into nothing. Like, it's just their suits with a bit of slime. We get and, a shot of this. And a skull. From... We get a shot of the flat suit with no body in it yeah, and no, just a, a skull. skull. Yeah. They have and, somehow ripped the skin off the skull. And they kick the skull around a bit. And then they go in and they get the... You don't show them smashing the aquarium. You just you just see this. Well, because I pretty, we discussed this, how they did the effect. So I have to describe this a bit for you. The aquarium is this... Uh, it's like it's like a circular fish tank yeah. tube thing. And in it you've got a little shriveled baby body, yeah. which is clearly made out of crushed up paper or something. It's yeah, just it looks so like paper mache. Bad. It looks like paper mache. Um, and then there's a... A, a normal size, no, well, not a normal size, but a human face on top of it. So what they've done is they've got a half moon. What I think's happened is they've yeah. got a half moon um, fish, fish tank. tank, and they've put a red cloth behind it with a hole in it, and stuck his head through the, it. The, the actor who plays the corporate Same entity, on. the corporate, the corporate entity. Same um, on. I wonder if Samon's an acronym because there were six of us. Say S A M O N. That's only five letters. It, it's pretty. I looked in the credits. It's S A Y M O N. Well, there you go. It's probably one letter for each person. Probably. So it's probably like Simon, <clears throat> Alex, Michael, <laughs> Yuri, Yasmin. Yasmin. <laughs> oh, that's probably girls, isn't it? <laughs> Yasmin. Yasmin. Muriel. Yeah. Definitely Muriel. Yeah, yeah. Muriel. Um, Oliver. Oliver and Nigel. Nigel, so yeah. six of them. <laughs> same one. <laughs> Mate, same one. Same one. Simon, <laughs> Nigel, Muriel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so they've stuck his head through it and then they've got, they've put the 
Well, they must have had like a little, an extra, a double glass thing so they could put the water up in front of it. Yeah. Um, but it's it, you can literally see the cloth around the dude's face. Yeah, yeah. You can tell he's got his head poking through a little hole in the red bit. Anyway, it's it's a pretty unconvincing effect. So they can't show them knocking that over because he's attached to the wall. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but they do show him. They do show him all the um, all the uh, mini zygons pulling at the tank and trying to knock it over. Yeah. And it, by this stage, Blake and Avon have ad, uh, activated the fungal the the fungicide beam and. Teleport back and up. made a run for it. Yeah. And Avon makes the parting comment as the decimus are smashing up the, the lab. This is what you wanted to save to protect. And it's like they're fighting for their lives. And then Avon says, "Are we all?" And then we make up to the ship. They're all making a run for it. They're outrunning the pursuit ships. Pursuit ships. And then by this stage, I don't know if I, I'm drunk. I've had like two glasses of champagne, but. At this stage, I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? Oh, they started doing some sort of obscure philosophizing about, you know, life and how all creatures are bound together and there's a bit Kanuna Matata. Sorry, Terry, but I think you might have been jerking a bit in that one. Yeah, just, um, I think, yeah, you've been on the wacky tobacco or something. (laughs) It was very, it was very hippie. (laughs) It was very 70s. Um, And Avon's like, ah, no, don't give me that hogwash. It's whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's all it's it's fabulous and terrible. But um yeah, they so they, they bugger off back to Kentoro, which is where they were supposed to go and where I was hoping they were going this episode. I know. And Kentoro's a barrel of laughs as we'll find out in the next episode. Yeah. Hey Imogen. Yes, Megan. <laughs> Did you have a Brian in this episode? Brian. I did have a Brian. Mm. Can I tell you who my Go on, then. So in this last scene when all the bullshit's going on, um, well, before the scene, you cut up to the the, the bridge and you see Gans wearing a pair of VR goggles with with a little Walkman-type thing, which he's obviously listening to music on. It's way ahead of its time, too. Like, it's much bigger than the Walkmans when they actually came out. Not that much longer, but... It still is pretty good. It's like, good, and for VR goggles, they're quite strange. Yeah, they look like like silver sunglasses with um with circuitry on the front of yeah. them. Yeah, and so he's just listening to this while stuff's going on down the planet. But in this last section where um Blake's sort of eulogising and, and being moral, um you cut they cut to a shot of the entire bridge, and you know Gant, no, no, the villa is sort of looking a bit pensive, and Jenna's watching Blake, and Avon's looking pissed off, and Callie's looking. Pensive and Gant's just looking at the looking at the thing in his hand, the the, the, the Walkman. Yeah. He's obviously making playlists or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't give a fuck what you guys are saying. I'm busy. I'm um, yeah. got you know you lost... Taylor Swift in here. I'm gonna. Yeah. Put... <laughs> you lost. You lost me at living creatures. I don't give a shit. I've got a limiter. I can. I can't do bad shit. Yeah, I'm yeah, fine. Right. And it's just, I'm I just like. I don't know what the direction for that scene was, but yeah. Gan's just like, oh, fuck. I've got to find something to do. I don't have a line. And I also just like the fact that I think that Gan's attitude there is like, I would much rather be playing with my playlists than yeah. taking part in this shitty episode. Yeah, yeah. So he's my Brian for this episode. Yeah. I did you have I a Brian? I did have a Brian. I think it was Simon. I think just more because I think as an actor, you would have to find some way to get into that part. So it's probably less same on the character. Also, what was it? Simon. Simon. Angelina. Yasmin. Yasmin. Muriel. Muriel. <laughs> Oliver. And Oliver and Nigel. Nigel. <laughs> um, as Simon. Like, I mean, how, as an actor, how could you do that other than get 
completely hammered first or I don't know, you go paint yourself white and stick your face through a hole in a red piece of cardboard. Above a little... Above a little <laughs> paper mache wizened baby type thing and be convincing. I just think he must He did have, a good job. You reckon? I think he must have just been trying so hard not to cack himself. Mummy was at the back at the back with um, Peter Tuttle. Uh, yeah, getting, getting drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Between him and Terry Nation and Peter Nutton were all at the back. Taking large amounts of drugs. Yes. I mean, <laughs> well, I think, I think Terry Nation was on large amounts of drugs when he yeah. wrote it. Especially that last scene. I, yeah. What the fuck? What was going on there? I need to put in... I'm, I'm going to try and just... I'll put in a little... It's like a word salad. I'll put in a little word salad bit from Blake there. Yeah, so, yeah. And you can... Because uh, I can't remember what he said it's because like a, none of it makes any sense. It was like not even a word. It's was, it was more like it was as a... A human, you know, a plight of a, a description of the human condition word salad. It felt like it felt like almost like a, a meaningful generation bot. It's like something you put on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> life, random, life quotes. Yeah, yeah. It's a random meme generation <laughs> thing about how life works and the circle of life. At least the decimus stand the chance now. You can't separate living creatures. Being alive involves them together. I couldn't agree with you less. It's a fact of life. Zen, when we've lost the pursuit ships, resume course for Kentaro. Confirmed. I'll tell you a fact of life, Blake. Change is inevitable. Why else are we fighting? So, yeah, pretty interesting. Um, but, yeah, not, not too bad, really. It, it wasn't. Oh, in the finish. Just Apart from, I think, this, I feel really uncomfortable about the way little people get used in this sort of show. Mm. Um, and just generally as actors, and as I said, I think I said while we were watching that I think that there were definitely a few kids in there as well. Yeah. Um, but it's still, yeah, the 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 the, the connotations of them being so little word they are stupid. Yeah, yeah. They are underdeveloped. Primitive. They are primitive. They are meant for service. Yeah, that sort yeah, of thing. And yeah. although they're liberated at the end it's a very uncomfortable yeah, thing yeah, to be associated with that's right and i mean i know they're meant to be aliens and stuff like that but there's still like that that the association is just a yeah. bit too and i also just think more as actors and i think it's just changed a bit since peter dinklage you know has been in game of thrones and is an amazing actor and has always been an amazing actor and um you know i've loved him ever since the station agent, station agent was one oh, of my really favorite movies film. and you know, just the fact that it shouldn't matter whether you're big, small, you know, indifferent, normal, not normal, so normal is even loaded term, but, you know, average height, mm. um, you should still be able to portray something and bring exactly. something to it that isn't just, the, I mean, the annoying noise is the thing that will just <laughs> really drive home what I mean I'm going to put about. that drop in so many times yeah. and they're going to hate us so much. If you do listen to this podcast in order to drift off to sleep sometimes. Just don't do this Which one. I sometimes do even if my favourite podcasts, so I'll play them again when I'm fully conscious, but sometimes I just put them on for a bit of comfort when I'm going to sleep. Um, this one will not do that job because no. the annoying noise will um, prevent that from happening for anybody. So what have we got next week? Next week we have Seek, Locate, Destroy. Yes, one of my fabs. It's because we see fabulous. the first the appearance of two oh, amazing yes. characters. Finally! That, it feels know, like... I mean, I know we're yeah. doing this every couple of weeks. We're getting together to record. But I was like, when we first started recording the podcast, I was like watching four episodes ahead. And now I'm like, no, I'm going to save it because I forget what happens and then I have to watch it again. And yeah. specifically for this one, I didn't want to have to do that. And I just watch it again anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but... um. 
I haven't quite gotten up to see Glow Paint Destroy, which is great because we first meet Servalan, and who I'm going to emulate with my hairdo as my hair grows back. Oh, it's going to look good. It's going to look amazing. Yeah. Um, um and uh, Travis, Travis, who who's is, oh yeah, no, this actor is really good. Look, the second actor, and uh, spoiler alert, he does get switched out. Swat, switched out. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. We'll have to look that oh, up. I do know why. Um, first actor just got a better gig. Oh yeah, he is much more famous yeah. now than the other guy ever was. Yeah. But the other guy did, does some really stellar work. He just gets some really, yeah, also really now. awful Ooh, Some terrible script. Yeah, you're right. That's um, better written. Travis is better written in the first two seasons. Um, first season, because he gets first season, yeah. knocked out. Second season. But no, he, there's one episode in the second season where he's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he can do the work. Mm. Um, but yeah, Servalands is magnificent. She's Jack magnificent. And when, we, when you're talking about outfits and hair... She's just she's she single handedly she's got it named single handedly shaped my named. idea of nailed single nailed a bit drunk now single, <laughs> single perfect makeup and hair oh. my entire concept of what it meant to be the a makeup, feminine woman hair everything is she's just amazing just... and just attitude and evilness she's got it all oh, sorted so... and um, apparently this is sort of spoiler alert apparently when she um, used to get a new outfit, she would walk onto the set and the ho- everybody would drop everything and turn around and give her a round of applause and she And I can completely believe it. She looks so good all Some the of the outfits are just unbelievable. They're just like what, whoever was doing the costuming for this. I mean, we'll talk about this more yeah. next episode, obviously. Genius. But it was just like, what can I do with Servalan this episode? And you do see her in the same dress a couple of times, but not very often. Mm-hmm. Not very often. Um... We should do some housekeeping. Yes. Uh, okay. I'd like to, because we've forgotten to do this for all the other episodes, I feel a bit bad about this. Um, the music you can hear uh, at the beginning and at the end is by Jeff Love's Big Disco Sound. Uh, okay. He did a, a cover of, um, well not a cover, a remix of the Blake 7 theme back in 1979. And you can find it online and it's magnificent. Um, he has sadly passed, but uh, his music lives on. Yes. Uh, our cover art, our beautiful classically awful logo, is done by a very good friend of mine called Claire Tharts, who has been in and out with me in various fandoms, watching various shows and playing various video games for the last six or seven years now. Um, and you can find her work at patreon.com forward slash Claire Thars, C-L-A-I-R-E-S. Double A-S, or one word, and she does, if you're looking for art to be commissioned or logos to be commissioned, she's magnificent, fast, reliable, yeah. all of these talented. talented. Very talented. And also, also, an absolutely stellar human being. Um, would you like to tell us how you can contact us? Yes, I, if I can remember, I'm at, you can at me on Twitter, I'm at Megalula, M-E-G-A-L-U-L-A. Um, we've got a, we're a Gmail address, classicallyawful at gmail.com. You can hashtag us at at classicallya um, on Twitter again. Yeah, the hashtag is at uh, at at hashtag kcast, C-A-C-A-S-T. 
the we have a website classicallyawful.com which is just basically where you can download the podcast if you want to stop use Apple Podcasts for whatever reason please if you do use Apple Podcasts or even if yeah. you don't rate us on iTunes rate us on iTunes review give us a few stars that would be lovely yeah um, tell your friends about us yeah please do um, and I shout out to I went to see the No Such Thing as a Fish podcast oh they fabulous at the Sydney Opera House so I'm sure they don't listen, they've got more than enough to do, but um, shout out to them, uh, they were great last night, and uh, to the guy in the queue that I showed the podcast to, who promised to, delete, to download it, awesome. <laughs> which is really sweet of him, I don't even know his name, but we're queuing up to get our posters autographed, I'm like, I know what podcasts do, you know. Um, <laughs> Megan's so, doing the leg work here. I hope you're enjoying the podcast if you're listening to it, I don't know your name. Um, add us if you add if you, us if you do tell, it on tell Megan who you are. Yeah, yeah. We'll and, shout out to you um, personally. Yeah, and that's, that's that's about it for now. Anyway, yeah, really. yeah. yeah, and we'll do. An, I've got now an allergic reaction to one of the dogs in my eye. To go and miss my eye. Oh God. Oh, I need to pee. Yeah. Kids from school both need to wear. Have too much beer and champagne. Um, but uh, until next week. Yeah. Have a lovely. Seek locate destroy. Seek locate destroy. destroy. Yeah.